Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. First at 4.30, breaking news out of Russia. Vladimir Putin and North Korea's Kim Jong-un come face to face. What we know about their high-stakes meeting and a newly launched missile. Plus, happening today, we'll get new insight on the spread of COVID-19 in North Carolina. What we can expect just one day after the CDC signed off on a new booster shot for updated protection. And two things that I'm watching this morning, our cold front moving through. I'll show you our chance for thunderstorms later today and the latest track for Hurricane Lee. And hundreds of local leaders will come together here in downtown Raleigh to get an update on the state of the economy. Just ahead, I'll explain what they're expecting and the numbers that will be released today. It's 4.30 as we bring you inside our WRL studio. Thanks for making us your choice for news here on a Wednesday morning. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. It is hump day and we seem to have gotten over the hump oh. of the heat, right? It feels really mm -hmm. nice out there. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner with the state of our weather this morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is the cold front. It's going to deliver some really nice air. It feels much better today. It won't be nearly as hot as it was yesterday thanks to this front, but even more pleasant weather coming behind it. Now, there was some rain along with this front overnight last night, especially in our eastern counties. You can see as that front slides eastward and we've lost our daytime heating that most of that has fizzled out. We take a look at future cast kicking things off right now. Some clouds cover when I walked in. It was variably cloudy, I would call it, and it looks like we'll stay that way for much of the day. Should see a bit of sunshine this afternoon, and then the chance of a few isolated thunderstorms, mainly from Raleigh south and east. We do have a level one risk for severe storms south of Clinton for this afternoon, but for the most part, we're just going to see a few pop-up thunderstorms that shouldn't produce any severe storms. So, live look at North Hills. Right now, we're 72, but our dew point is 69, and then we take a look at our hour-by-hour -hour forecast. We hit 94 yesterday. It'll be almost 10 degrees cooler than that this afternoon with our temperatures in the mid to upper 80s again with a chance of a shower or thunderstorm. Hurricane Lee still a category three storm hasn't changed much, much moving northwest at seven miles per hour with winds at 115 but it's likely to start to really pick up some forward motion in the next 24 hours moving a lot faster past Bermuda as a category one storm hundreds of miles off the coast of North Carolina and potentially affecting the Canadian Maritimes as we get into the weekend. We'll still have the potential for rip current danger and we'll show you when that starts to turn worse coming up. With breaking news this morning, a high stakes meeting in Russia wrapped up moments ago between North Korea's Kim Jong-un and Russia's Vladimir Putin. This is new video of the two leaders just hours ago, shaking hands before heading to a remote space for a meeting. Now, state media there says Kim asked detailed questions about rockets during the tour. Hours before their meeting, North Korea launched a missile into the waters off the east coast of, Korean, of the Korean Peninsula this morning. And U.S. officials warn arms negotiations between Kim and Putin could mean North Korea could give weapons to Russia to help them fight Ukraine. 
Here at home, a 30-year-old woman is facing charges after a student brought a gun to a Raleigh Elementary School. Police have charged Princess Pittman with a felony. School administrators at Ledmine Elementary School say a student brought a gun to school Tuesday to show it to classmates not to cause harm. Advocates against gun violence say this incident serves as a reminder to safely store firearms. Investigators do not say what connection Pittman has to the student. State law requires a 365-day suspension from school if a gun is brought onto school property. Today we'll get a closer look at how COVID-19 is spreading in North Carolina. This comes as health leaders prepare to roll out newly approved updated booster shots. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us live with what we can expect as we near the colder seasons when cases could spike. Kelsey, good morning. Jeff, good morning. The North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services will release new data later today on the spread of COVID-19 across the state. Now, this comes... Just one day after the CDC approved an updated booster shot, pharmacies across the country, including CVS, expect to get supply of that new vaccine as early as today. Last week's state data shows there were 493 hospitalizations uh, related to COVID-19, up from 484 the week before. UNC health infectious disease expert Dr. David Wall says COVID numbers could only get higher now that students have returned to the classroom and winter is coming soon. There's environmental factors. The air gets drier. That changes the way our nose and throats are and also changes how far these little viruses can transport through the air. And Dr. Wall says the people who have the most immunity to the virus are the folks that have had it within the last 30 days and fully recovered. He says if you're not a part of that group, then it's best to mask up indoors, especially if you expect to be in a large crowd. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. And here's a live look at Raleigh's current skyline. It won't look like this forever. Changes are coming, and today we'll get a better idea of what to expect. WRL's Laura Levine joins us now with what city leaders are keeping in mind when approving changes to downtown Raleigh. Laura, good morning. Hey, good morning, Renee. Right now we are in the heart of downtown Raleigh on Fayetteville Street. And when you're walking by this area, of course, you see a lot of business, but you also see a lot of new businesses with those cranes in the sky. So today we're going to get an update to see if we have fully recovered from the pandemic. I did ask that question to the VP of Economic Development. He tells me yes and no. So getting a look at this video, you can see the current state of downtown Raleigh, right? A lot of construction happening here. Today, more than 600 local economic leaders and stakeholders will meet at the annual event to discuss this year's growth and look ahead to its future. As you mentioned, we'll get a look at the new skyline with the approval of more skyscrapers and other developments happening. They will also discuss the push for more affordable housing downtown. VP of Economic Development Will Gaskins tells me he doesn't expect the growth in the area to slow anytime soon. We're in a period right now where we have more units under construction than we've ever had before. Um, certainly over the past year, if you've been around downtown in Raleigh, you've seen just the, the number of cranes that are out and about, um, which is exciting to see. And again, will bring a lot of um, positive change, but also support of dollars um, to be captured here for existing small businesses. 
And this event will begin at 1.15 at the Martin Marietta Center for Performing Arts. It is a ticketed event, but they still have tickets available. Of course, we're going to bring you updates on air and online when the numbers are released today as well. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in downtown Raleigh. Also happening this morning, we will soon learn more about how inflation is heating back up across the nation. A new consumer price index report is due out at 8.30. Economists predict it will show inflation moving at a higher rate for a second straight month. They say higher gas prices are the main factor to fueling the economic issues. And here's a look at where gas prices are this morning. New numbers show North Carolina's average 3.53 a gallon. Yesterday, that average was 3.50. Today's national average is 385. Family members of this young man, Lamore Spite Jr., tell WRL he was shot and killed by Wilson County deputy. Now the SBI says it's investigating the shooting. This happened on Sunday on Main Street in the small town of Saratoga. People who knew the 22-year-old told WRL he was a soldier who was having a mental health crisis. When deputies got to the scene, they say Spite put a deputy into a chokehold, and instead of de-escalating the situation, officers opened fire, killing him. WRL has reached out to the Wilson County Sheriff's Office, both in person and by phone. We have not heard back. We're also waiting to learn if the deputies involved have been placed on administrative leave as is standard protocol in an officer-involved shooting. People in Raleigh are sharing their opinions with city council about how to improve safety in the community. At last night's council meeting, some people called on council members to bring in a team of social workers and counselors to respond to nonviolent 911 calls. It's similar to a program in Durham called the Heart Program. Others asked council members to hire more officers after the string of crimes in downtown Raleigh and Glenwood South. A big Powerball win could be yours tonight. $550 million is up for grabs in tonight's drawing. This is the third largest Powerball jackpot this year. Now, if you win, your cash value is $266 million. The drawing will be live tonight at 11 right here on WREL. It is 439, the push for one trial in Fulton County, Georgia. Up next, why prosecutors there argue former President Donald Trump and 18 other defendants should not be tried separately. Plus, the urgent warning from the FDA about eye drops sold at two popular pharmacies. And you're looking live at Sanford. Good morning, Sanford. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRS Severe Weather Center, tracking our chances for storms and cooler temperatures. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 443 and I'm taking a live look at Sanford this morning. All is quiet after a little bit of rain rolled through overnight last night. We do have some lingering cloud cover out there a little bit more than the last several mornings, but not anything that should cause any real problems. However, where we did see some rain, a little patchy fog is possible. We'll be watching for that this morning. Temperatures in the 60s and 70s heading out the door. 68 in Lewisburg, 69 in Tarboro, 73 in Fayetteville, 71 in Irwin and in Goldsboro. We take a look at our chance of storms today. Like yesterday, it's a fairly small chance, mainly in the afternoon and evening, about a 20 to 30% chance for later on today. Your exercise planner, not feeling too bad out there this morning. Again, you know, a little bit on the summer-like side, but not as hot in the afternoon. Yesterday, we hit 94. We're looking at mid to upper 80s this afternoon. 
And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, Massachusetts is under a state of emergency today after some catastrophic flooding on Monday. Take a look at this video here. This is in Leominster. That's about an hour west of Boston. Uh, they saw 10 inches of rain, and you can see the damage here. Roadways and train tracks were washed out. Buildings were flooded and damaged. You can see the sinkhole here. Uh, two dams also needed to be supported. Uh, they did cancel school there again today. And again, Massachusetts under a state of emergency because of this crazy flooding. Michelle, thanks. Today, UNC Chapel Hill employees will honor their coworker who was shot and killed on campus two weeks ago. There will be a moment of silence for Professor Zijie Yin at the start of today's employee forum. That will happen at 9 this morning. Yen was shot and killed in Cottle Labs on campus. Police say the shooter was a grad student who targeted Yen. After the moment of silence, there will be time for employees to reflect on the tragedy with each other. All new this morning, prosecutors in Georgia are pushing for one trial for former President Donald Trump and 18 other defendants. In a brief they wrote on Tuesday, they cite efficiency and fairness. Prosecutors involved in the 2020 election case also mentioned the fact that the case was brought under the state's anti-racketeering law. It means the same witnesses and evidence will be used in any trial. Attorneys argue having multiple trials would take longer and it would strain its judicial resources. A northern high school student is now facing legal action this morning in connection to a stabbing on campus. The Durham County Sheriff's Office filed a juvenile petition against a 16-year-old male student for having a weapon on school grounds and assault with a deadly weapon. Now, because of his age, his name will not be released. One student was taken to the hospital after the incident on Monday. Their name and condition have not been released. The race to become North Carolina's new governor is heating up. The Wake County Republican Party held a debate last night featuring three candidates, former Congressman Mark Walker, State Treasurer Dale Falwell, and businessman Jesse Thomas. The leading candidate, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, did not attend, nor did former state legislator Andy Wells. The candidates gave their thoughts on COVID measures, education, and economic development, and they were each trying to sell their expertise. Walker and Falwell with their varying political backgrounds, and Jesse Thomas, a former healthcare executive. It's crucial that you vote for somebody, in my humble opinion, that has a track record of going to places where Republicans are not invited or where they don't go. I'm the only candidate in this race who has actually gotten more votes than anyone in the history of North Carolina. We need my profile and background in the general election as a no-nonsense Republican to beat the Democrats. The North Carolina GOP held a straw poll of the current field of candidates, and those results will be released later this morning at 11. Meantime, Renee, former North Carolina Supreme Court Justice Mike Morgan threw his hat into the ring for the Democratic nomination. He'll go up against North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein. WRL spoke to Morgan exclusively last night during our 7 p.m. newscast. I've been in state government for 44 years. 34 years of those have been on the judiciary for different judgeships. So certainly in terms of that one of a kind, very unique skill set, never before seen in a gubernatorial candidate, I feel I've got the longevity, I've got the extensive experience, and I have what it takes overall to be the next governor. Justice Morgan stepped down from the bench last week. He was first elected to the state Supreme Court in 2016. The two largest pharmacy chains in the country are being warned to stop selling certain eye drops. 
Five on your side reports, CVS and Walgreens both received letters from the FDA about these eye drops that are considered unapproved new drugs. The products include CVS pink eye relief drops, sty eye drops, pink eye drops, and allergy eye drops from Walgreens. The FDA says they're particularly concerned that these products contain silver and long-term use can cause skin or eyes to permanently turn gray. CVS has pulled the products from store shelves and will refund customers. Happening today in Sampson County, Department of Transportation officials in our state are converting several intersections into four-way stops. The project is expected to start at US 13 at Autry Mill Road. The list of those other planned changes are on your screen right now. NCDOT says the conversation comes after safety reviews, including crash data and traffic volume. We're at 448 right now on our Wednesday. Hopefully have turned the corner on some of this heat and humidity. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center, although it feels muggy out there right now. It does. This is the front that's going to change everything for us and bring us a really nice taste of fall. On the other side of this front, we have some really good feeling air. So that front's going to be moving through. Along with that front, we do have a small chance for severe storms. The southern tip of Sampson County in that level one risk for it today, but most of us shouldn't have to worry too much about that. Not that we won't see any scattered thunderstorms, but we shouldn't have winds that produce damage. We take a look this morning at some cloud cover that is lingering across the area and then into the afternoon you can see here's five o'clock best chance for scattered thunderstorms definitely going to be in our southern counties this afternoon with that front coming through you can see there's nine ten o'clock and gradually during the evening and overnight that front will move through take a live look at downtown raleigh and it's still a little bit warm and muggy out there 72 degrees with a dew point of 69 and uh, we'll keep it in the 70s really almost all the way till lunchtime will definitely be cooler than it was yesterday with that front coming through a little bit of cloud cover out there so we have the tower turned purple there for uh those clouds, 87 in Raleigh, 85 in Durham, and 89 in Fayetteville. Those are our highs for this afternoon. 84 is our normal high, so we're much closer to that, and it should feel very pleasant for us for tomorrow at 83. 79 on Friday, and we're in the mid-80s through the weekend, and the humidity drops nicely, which will feel great. The mornings will be cooler, too. For tomorrow morning, we're looking at temperatures in the low to mid-60s, 63 in Southern Pine, 64 in Rocky Mount, and then on uh, Friday morning, even cooler. That's going to be a big drop, another 10 degrees drop with overnight lows in the low to mid 50s. So that's going to feel great. Our cold front moves through again, bringing us that potential for a few showers. But we're looking at mainly uh, the fact that the humidity will move out of our area. You can see how all the green shifts eastward by Thursday and Friday. It's going to make it feel much better. So we're on the steamy side today, but then um, into the comfy zone all the way through Saturday. Sunday, we're going to bounce it back into the 60s just for a bit. Hurricane Lee, uh, the two o'clock advisory. This is not the five o'clock advisory yet, but it'll be in any minute. But that two o'clock advisory is just really just holding steady. Not much change. Winds at 115, moving northwest at seven miles per hour. It pushes past Bermuda late Thursday night, early uh, Friday morning, most likely as a category one storm. It'll be hundreds of miles off the coast of North Carolina and making landfall most likely in the, Car in the uh, Canadian Maritimes over the weekend. Again, our big weather story is going to be this nice drop in our temperatures starting today. Yesterday was 94, so feeling much better today. Overnight lows are in the 50s. Once we get past today, we are nice and dry. We have hardly any rain in the forecast for the next seven days after today. Elizabeth, thanks. Time is winding down ahead of a potential automaker strike. Up next, what we know about negotiations that are happening between the three biggest companies. Well, Aerosmith fans will have to wait a little longer to see their favorite band's farewell tour in Raleigh.
It is 4.54. Welcome back as we take a live look at downtown Raleigh from the Museum of Natural Sciences camera. Feeling nice out there at 72, warm. We could get up to 87 degrees today. We are 19 hours away from a potential strike of United Auto Workers against the big three automakers, and negotiations are heating up. The union says it is seeing some progress with its talks with General Motors. Sources say GM's pay increase could reach 20 percent, still lower than the union's demand of 40 percent over four years. Ford reportedly is only offering a 16 percent wage hike. It's unclear what Stellantis is proposing. The union contract will expire at midnight. Some disturbing economic news this morning. New data shows families are making less money. Family incomes dropped for the third year in a row last year. The Census Bureau found the average family income in 2022 was $74,580. That's a 2.3% drop from 2021. Analysts say rising prices are likely to blame. Inflation hit a 40-year high last summer. A popular concert series in Sanford is returning to its original venue for the rest of the series. Downtown Alive, the annual fall concert series, has, was moved to Horner Square parking lot this year because of construction happening at Depot Park. Well, now that construction project has been delayed, so the town decided to take advantage of the schedule change and move the concert back. The next show in the series is tomorrow. Aerosmith fans will have to wait a little longer to see their farewell tour. The band was supposed to play at PNC on September 24th. They postponed six upcoming tour dates, including the one in Raleigh, after Steven Tyler injured his vocal cords during a concert Saturday in Chicago. The singer posted on social media that he is heartbroken about having to reschedule, but wants to give fans the performance they deserve. The Raleigh concert has been pushed back to February 26th. Next at five, we're staying on top of breaking news from overseas, where North Korea's Kim Jong-un and Russia's Vladimir Putin met this morning. What we're learning about their discussion. Plus, new COVID data will be released today for North Carolina. What we can expect just one day after the CDC approved an updated booster. And the ultimate 90s reunion on the Video Music Awards stage. Ken Smith joins us with a look at NSYNC's special moment for the first time in a decade. It was our first VMA and it meant the world to us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 